center could happen to any player. And he saw it play out consistently in the league this year. He saw it play out this offseason with Isaiah Thomas. And he saw it with Blake Griffin. Boogie saw what happened. And this is a lesson for every player in the NBA. And Boogie is no different. Now, Boogie Cousins, he realizes that a team can do with you whatever they so choose to do. So you as a free agent, you have the right to do whatever it is as a player that you choose to do. Boogie Cousins knows this. So, Boogie Cousins would have entertained the idea, even though he was happy in New Orleans, of going to the Los Angeles Lakers, going to the Washington Wizards, so long as they could free up cap room to allow him to go there. These are all things that were possibilities. Now with an Achilles injury, the possibility of Boogie leaving the Big Easy has dwindled. The Clippers, thanks to the Blake Griffin trade, now have cap room. And they're going to have even more cap room if the other rumored trades actually happen. This is something that we are going to see. So the Clippers just might go after a Boogie Cousins. How the Pelicans treat Boogie Cousins at this point in time and Boogie Cousins from all indications is a loyal person, then it can go a far way in Boogie Cousins deciding to stay in New Orleans. He doesn't have many options. The Clippers and the Pelicans might be the two options. But even so, even if it's two, just two, there are still options. And Boogie Cousins is definitely worth the option. So we're going to find out just what happens re-Boogie Cousins. But Boogie Cousins' injury does have league-wide ramifications. This this domino, this injury domino, affects other teams in the league, as they always do once a major player who is approaching free agency is injured. And this situation is no different. First ramification, the Pelicans playoff push. The Pelicans were in position to make the playoffs. For those of you who are interested in sports betting, are heavily involved in sports betting, who have loved fantasy basketball, you know just what type of team the Pelicans were once they had Boogie Cousins and the bro on court at the same time. This was a team in recent times that closed the gap. They were ATS wonders. Against the spread, this team was spectacular, especially if they were the underdogs. With Boogie Cousins out, they have been beaten by double digits in both games since. And they've sprung an upset over the Houston Rockets in the game that they lost Boogie. Now, there are double-digit losses in the two games since Boogie went down. This is definitely a problem for the Pelicans playoff push. That's a major ramification. The Pelicans desperately want the postseason. Management wants the postseason. Their jobs are in jeopardy. The coach wants the postseason. His job is in jeopardy. The bro wants the postseason. His reputation is in jeopardy. Boogie Cousins wanted the postseason. He has never been to the postseason as a player. And again, he has missed the postseason thanks to this unfortunate injury. Now, what would the Pelicans do? We heard trade rumors and they actually did complete a trade by getting Nikola Mirotic from the Chicago Bulls in exchange for Omar As a fossil who was not playing in basketball. Tony Allen, the ghost of Tony Allen that used to be one of the best defensive players in the entire NBA. I 
heavily protected, well, not heavily, a lightly protected first rounder and Jameer Nelson in exchange for Nikola Mirotic and a second rounder. This is a good trade for both teams. And we look at how good of a trade it is as we go, we get to Chicago Bulls later on in this program. But for now, let's look at it from the Pelican side. It's an excellent trade for the Pelicans. Mirotic is going to put up some numbers. We saw the effect that Mirotic had once he returned to the Bulls from his injury. The Bulls started to win and the Bulls were playing very good basketball. They're one of the best teams in the league over that stretch. It has since changed. But the reason why it changed is because the tank has been gearing up in Chicago. In New Orleans, there is no, 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 no possibility of tanking. This is a team that wants to win and it's a team that wants to go to the postseason. This is the perfect team for Nikola Mirotic. And just like Boogie Cousins, Mirotic is a fan of Rajan Rondo. And Rajan Rondo's championship caliber, that caliber is being felt in New Orleans at the moment. The Pelicans have started to gel as a team. And in no small part, Rajan Ronda has a role, a major major role to play where that is concerned and Mirotic is a big fan of Rajan Ronda and I'm certain knowing Ronda, based on what we have heard about Ronda through his years in the league, we know that Ronda must also be a fan of Mirotic. This situation is very, very important. Getting a player like Mirotic in the Big Easy is going to help their playoff push. It's not yet over. The Pelicans are the leaders in the doghouse in the chase for Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe, his game is a fossil game. He's a dinosaur in today's NBA where big men shoot and big men are good Pacers on the court. This is something that Miratich is, by the way. Monroe is not such a player. But if one thing we learn from the Pelicans, they are the team in the league best able to utilize the big man, the traditional big man. They got Cousins and AD to work together as a tandem when others said it could not be done. They got that going. It didn't work last year because it happened halfway through the season. This year, we had them from start, from training camp, until now, until this unfortunate injury. We now realize what the Pelicans can do with a big man. So Greg Monroe has an opportunity to flourish as he becomes a free agent. Maybe they can re-sign him. Boogie's money, that's another story, so maybe not. But we're definitely going to see what Greg Monroe is. So this is a perfect opportunity for Greg Monroe to showcase his talent in a system that is willing to showcase his particular talents. That's very important for player heading into free agency. Miritich is also motivated as we mentioned before. So Miritich and Monroe should make up somewhat. You can't make up totally for a superstar like talent that is Boogie Cousins but you can definitely make up for some of the numbers and in this particular instance Miritich and Monroe if Monroe indeed goes to the Pelicans and Monroe is from the Big Easy he should go to the Pelicans. We will find out just how much of a difference they can make, how much of a gap is still left between what Boogie brought and what they bring. So that drop-off can be the difference between playoffs, the playoffs 
playoffs and no playoffs. Chances are, we believe here at the Middle Maker Speaks that if Monroe and Miritich go to the Pelicans, well, Miritich is there now, but if Monroe joins Miritich on the Pelicans roster, the Pelicans will make the playoffs. That is one guarantee coming from the Middle Maker Speaks, and we're going to make other guarantees today, and we're going to put our necks on the line today and challenge others out there to do the same. The other ramification from the Boogie Cousins injury is free agency. We consistently heard that the Los Angeles Lakers wanted to get two max players. We have consistently heard that, and that hasn't changed. Boogie Cousins was one target, as was Paul George, and of course, the king of the NBA, LeBron James. The Lakers were flirting with all kind of ways by which they could acquire all three players. Realistically, LeBron and another player, or the two players, sans LeBron. Those were the genuine options that the team had. With Boogie now down, it leaves them with just Paul George and LeBron as possibilities for the Los Angeles Lakers. That's not a position that they wanted to find themselves in where they only have a hit and miss of two players. Paul George gets a chance to play with LeBron James as Boogie's cousin's replacement on Team LeBron this All-Star game. So we're going to see with Team USA they play together. But we're going to see now just what happens with these two players. How do they mesh? Is it something that reminds them? Granted, Russell Westbrook is also there, so he can whisper in George's ear, do not leave the thunder, don't leave the thunder. So we have a chance to see. Paul George increasingly seems likely to stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sam Presti pulled off a big one, if that indeed is the case. But we're talking about ramifications from the Boogie Cousins injury, of which this is one. Another thing to factor in is LeBron James. And we are, that's a ramification from Boogie Cousins' injury. It does indeed bring us to LeBron James. LeBron James, what will LeBron do? Stick a pin. Cousins' injury domino affects none other than LeBron James. LeBron James is universally considered to be the best basketball player in the world, the best player in the NBA. LeBron James, from all reports, is considering the Los Angeles Lakers as a potential destination once he hits free agency. There are other teams that have been brought up, but for now we're going to focus on the Los Angeles Lakers damage. Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers considered Boogie Cousins, Paul George, and LeBron James as potential trade targets. They couldn't realistically sign three of them, even though they would hope that they could sign three of them. Two of these players, once they underwent certain gymnastics, they would be able to get these players on their team. Two of them at any rate. Whether it's LeBron and Paul George, Boogie and LeBron, Boogie and Paul George, we don't know what the combination will be. That was the Lakers thinking. Boogie's injury changes all this. Because what now happens is the Lakers have just two options. And that's not a kind place to be in. And with the talk coming out of Oklahoma now about the possibility of Paul George resigning with the Thunder, that's one less player for the Lakers. LeBron James alone is not coming to LA. So if the Lakers think that LeBron James is on his way to LA without a Paul George or a healthy Boogie Cousins, then the Lakers are in for a really fantastic ice bath in the middle of the summer. Because that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The Lakers, their free agency will be affected by Boogie Cousins 
injury. Even if they decide to give Boogie Cousins money to come play for them, Paul George and LeBron, as much as they might love Boogie Cousins, will have reason for caution. How will he come back from this injury? What will the timetable be for his return from injury? Does he come back after the All-Star break? If that's the case, then do they make the playoffs? Do they have a chance of genuinely competing against the Golden State Warriors, the standard bearers of the NBA? Those are major questions and they are too heavy to answer without seeing Boogie. And even if you saw Boogie, could he re-injure himself because he didn't fully recover from this injury? Or is he now more injury prone? We don't know. These are big questions. And the answers to these questions might not be forthcoming. Realistically speaking, Paul George and LeBron James might just decide that there are other options other than the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Los Angeles Lakers, they might have to punt to 2019 as far as their big plans are concerned. And that is looking more and more likely. One injury can do this to an NBA season. One injury. Now, since we're on the subject, the topic of LeBron James, and we said that the Lakers happen to look more unlikely as a destination for LeBron James after this injury. Now, it was a long-held belief a long-held belief by some that LeBron James would leave for the Los Angeles Lakers. Some persons have called it a virtual lock. Granted, the variables have changed. The variables have totally changed. That we know to be true. So, in all fairness to these individuals, if they want to backtrack from the talk that LeBron James is heading to the Lakers, they have a way out. And it's not an excuse, it's a reason. As we mentioned, just know why LeBron might reconsider if he was indeed thinking about heading to the Lakers. These individuals put their necks on the line. They went out there. We on The Middle Maker Speaks, we looked at why LA would be a good destination for LeBron James, you know who our favorite to land LeBron James happens to be, and we'll come to that favorite very shortly. But there are no others jumping on the LeBron James to LA bandwagon. The reason why they're doing this is because they see the disaster that is the Cleveland Cavaliers, which we will come to in this podcast as well. They see the disaster that is the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they don't want to be said, they don't want it to be said that they did not mention the possibility of LeBron James. James going to LA. They don't want to seem as if they were wrong, but they're coaching it by saying it is very likely to happen and such words. They're not saying anything definitively to say that this is my opinion that this is going to happen. That is not being said. Now, teams that they have banded around are the Houston Rockets and the San Antonio Spurs. That these are the teams that LeBron should go to if he best wants a chance of winning a championship. Youth, not quite there. Experience, definitely there. But as you learn, can a team of veterans, solely veterans, compete and beat the Golden State Warriors? No matter how vulnerable they are, that seems to be an unlikely proposition. The Houston Rockets and Spurs, okay, we can accept that they could potentially be contenders, especially if they complete the necessary gymnastics to make a LeBron James addition possible. We'll see. But they're not our favorites to land a James. But these teams are as LA declines in the public's opinion as a popular destination for LeBron, you're going to hear more about Houston and San Antonio. For basketball reasons, they have, they make somewhat sense. But the other team, our favorite, which we will get to, makes 
even more sense. But back to these individuals. They refused to put their necks on the line. So they're constantly coaching it. Well, we're calling out these individuals. Put your neck on the line. Say what it is that you are thinking. Is do you believe? Don't go about telling us LeBron James is... Not even LeBron knows if he's staying or leaving. Okay, fine. But what do you think? What are you saying? What do you think he should do? What do you think he's going to do? That is what we're asking. Put your neck on the line. Are you right? Are you wrong? Let's find out. Otherwise, just shut up. Don't comment. If you don't have an opinion, don't comment. Stop coaching and hiding behind what others are saying. And then you jump up and quote from these people and then say, hey, have an opinion have an opinion there's only one team outside of the boston celtics that could realistically provide youth and experience that lebron james could join that would allow him to win championships and that team is none other than the philadelphia 76ers we have said this before lebron to the sixers looks more and more likely as the season progresses all the scenes we're missing to bring them together is lebron lebron comes with a major spotlight but how long will the spotlight last Four, five years, LeBron might be considered a cyborg, but eventually even a cyborg wears down. What will happen with LeBron James? That is something for us to find out. And it's going to be very, very, very much fun finding out what happens with LeBron James. The Sixers should be his destination for basketball reasons. But we're going to get beyond basketball reasons now and say to LeBron James, you need to leave Cleveland. You should not continue to play for that owner. Anyone that could write a letter such as the one he wrote about you does not deserve for you to play for him. Going back, LeBron James was a big man and he was being pragmatic. Let's be honest. He went back to the Cavaliers because it provided him the best opportunity to win a championship. No one anticipated the emergence of the Golden State Warriors. That team changes everything. The Miami model, everyone considered that to be the model. So Cleveland was considered to be hey, a showing to win a championship with LeBron James. It's no longer the case. The team is falling apart. Not only are they falling apart, but the likelihood of them even emerging from the East seems less likely as the days progress. Boston, as we believe, at odds of 3.3 decimal plus 230 American have a damn good chance of winning the Eastern Conference. LeBron James, does he really want any part of that? He already delivered a championship to Cleveland, so he doesn't have much of a reason to stay with the Cavaliers anymore. Promise made, promise kept. And the team can't, no matter what they do over the trade deadline how much will the team improve enough to challenge the warriors okay by some miraculous incident the warriors don't make it to the finals enough to challenge the rockets the spurs that team in cleveland no no not likely in the offseason what can they do can they move kevin love can they move i well it is a free agent what can they do to improve that team the prospects they're very limited and you're playing for that man that is the reason combined with basketball basketball reasons why we believe LeBron is leaving and why we also believe LeBron should leave. So we are definitively saying as a message 
to one LeBron James. LeBron James, get the hell out of Cleveland. Leave the Cleveland Cavaliers. For basketball reasons, go to the Philadelphia 76ers. And for non-basketball reasons, do not play for a Dan Gilbert owned franchise anymore. Anymore. No. Since we're on LeBron James, there's a little, a little bit of humor that we're going to inject. There are individuals claiming that since Alabama won the college football championship, a LeBron James team is going to win the NBA championship. They say that every time a LeBron James team wins a championship, Alabama wins a championship. And since Alabama did it, then LeBron... <laughs> <laughs> a LeBron James team is going to win a championship this time around. They're saying that the Cavaliers. <laughs> you know, that's what we call fan logic. Fan, there's logic and then there's fan logic. And this is all fan logic. A drowning man will clutch at a straw. You know, they say that if it not dead, don't bury it. Guess what? Them dead, so time to bury them. Cleveland, welcome to the Michael Porter Jr. era. We mentioned Sam Presti earlier. Sam Presti is a big time gambler. Sam Presti took a chance and got Paul George and it's looking likely that Paul George will stay with Oklahoma. Things could change by now at the end of the season, but at the moment it's looking very likely that Paul George will stay at Oklahoma. Sam Presti, well done. You took a chance and it looks like it will work out. Stan Van Gundy traded for Blake Griffin. Traded for Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is no longer with the Los Angeles Clippers. He is now a member of the Detroit Pistons. Member of the Detroit Pistons. Stan traded to keep his job. Stan doesn't want to be fired, and the Pistons were going nowhere and going nowhere fast. As we said before in a previous podcast. The Pistons and the Cavaliers were the two most desperate teams and they were bound to complete a trade. And we saw them complete a trade. Well, one of the teams and the Cavs will complete a trade. They have to complete a trade. They have to do something. If they don't do anything, even if they have a 15% chance now, 15, 25, 35, maximum 40% chance of retaining LeBron James, they will not have any if they don't at least try to improve the team. They will have 0% of a chance. I don't think they want the fans or the media to say that about them. So for that reason, they're going to complete a trade. They're under tremendous pressure to complete a trade, and they're going to complete a trade. Just like Stan Van Gundy did in attempt to maintain his job. Now, LeBron James made a comment concerning the Blake Griffin trade. LeBron said, when players make decisions to leave, they are considered to be snakes. And he knows what that feels like. When the team does it, then they are lauded. Let that statement, which I have not heard anybody comment about from any Cav site, from any NBA site, other than the ESPN report that brought it up. I haven't heard anybody follow up on this. LeBron hasn't been asked about it since. No one has written about it. Well, we will write about it soon, but no one else has written about it. Why not? That's big, coming from LeBron James. Let that hang in the wind. Let it whistle 
for a while and remind you why it is that this man decided he will stand up and be called a snake again because he knows what it is and he knows what organization can do to you. So, LeBron James, the man who didn't want Kyrie to be traded, but the organization was shopping Kyrie Irving and they tried to make it look otherwise, this man knows what the organization is like. So, since he knows this, he's going to look out for himself. And since the Cavaliers are going nowhere and going nowhere quickly, they're going down the tube and we know what the tube is, he's gone. See ya. But Stan Van Gundy, back to Stan Van Gundy. He got Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin debuted against the Memphis Grizzlies. Blake put up 24 points, grabbed 10 rebounds and dished out 5 assists. Those were spectacular numbers. And that's the type of performance that Detroit can expect from Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is a star in this league. He may no longer be a superstar, but he's a star in this league. And expect performances such as that one going forward from Blake Griffin. Detroit, that was a good move, a ballsy move, but a good move nonetheless. And we'll see what happens from here on with the Detroit Pistons. The Phoenix Suns are definitely tanking. They let go Greg Monroe for that reason. Greg Monroe had no purpose on the Phoenix Suns. We knew this before. It was a common belief that Greg Monroe would eventually be let go. He was bought out, he's a free agent, and more than likely he's heading to the Big Easy. The Bulls are also apparently in tanking mode. Miritich was traded and Ashik is now a member of the Bulls. And once you give Ashik minutes, then we know it's an Ashes moment because he is genuinely an NBA fossil. He's going to help you to lose. Well, at least they have Zach Levine and his aerial show. They will be entertained. We'll have another episode coming up soon where we'll be looking at the trade deadline and we'll definitely be looking at our mailbag because we have a lot of mailbag questions and we're going to be answering them. But before we go, let's preview some games. I'll just mention them. Games of the weekend. Sixers at the Pacers. That's going to be a fun game. Rockets at the Cavs, that's definitely going to be a fun game. Warriors at Denver, another fun game. And these are Saturday matchups. They should be fun. I'm The Middle Maker. You can follow The Middle Maker Network on Twitter, at The Middle Maker. Until next time.